Aaron Jones hitting fresh goals in the regular season finale in Detroit for the Packers, a win that helped the green and gold salt away a first-round playoff by and the home field for Sunday's divisional clash with the Seahawks. Joining us live to talk that game up, the host of the Power Lunch from noon till 1 on our sister station, 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee, Greg Matzik, who's also an integral part of Wisconsin's afternoon news. Good morning, multitasker. Hello, guys. How you doing? We're doing great. So the Packers have yet to put together four solid quarters of football in a single game, yet they're 13-3 and going into Sunday night against Seattle. Do they need to do that, to have four solid quarters against the Seahawks to uh, beat Seattle? And I think the biggest thing, it, it comes for me, it comes down to fourth quarter scoring. So I, I've made a list. I mean, I, you know I like lists, Gene. I made a sure. list of all the reasons I trust the Packers going into the playoffs and reasons that I'm scratching my head and I don't believe I trust the Packers. There's a lot of things to like, and 13-3 and three is nothing to sneeze at. But what is uh, boiled down to is Packers are getting out to quick leads, and then that lead evaporates, and the game becomes a little closer than it probably should toward the end. Fourth quarter scoring, the Packers are 27th in the league. First quarter scoring, the Packers are third in the league. So what we know about Seattle, it's similar to Green Bay. It seems like every game comes down to the fourth quarter, and Russell Wilson's got a little magic about him. They seem to do wonders in the fourth quarter. Um, they won a narrow contest against Cincinnati in the start of the season. They also beat San Francisco on the road. So not unlike the Packers, uh, not all of their wins have been pretty uh, this season. But in the fourth quarter, that seems to be when Seattle does its best work. And they've won the majority of those close and one-score games. Greg, we had talked to Mark Tauscher yesterday, who also pointed out that Russell Wilson is a really pretty powerful weapon. Well, he is, and if you consider what happened to Seattle's running attack, I mean, they lost a thousand-yard rusher in Chris Carson. They lost his backup. They had to go find Marshawn Lynch off the street and then plug him in, and then another guy that nobody's ever heard of. So, I mean, it's a different rushing game than you thought uh, five weeks ago, and it was a dangerous rushing game. Uh, but Wilson is still dangerous with his feet, and he is what Aaron Rodgers was, you know, four years ago in terms of the ability to extend plays and hurt you with his legs. Rodgers can still you know, extend plays, but he's not going to look to run as much as he once did. Wilson does, and he still picks and chooses, and he can kill you. There are some designed runs. So you, you got to figure out how to, to lock him up. And, and the Packers play to defend the pass more so than they do the run, and Wilson brings an added dimension. Greg, Pete Carroll, the Seahawks coach, did say yesterday that Marshawn Lynch has earned the opportunity to get more carries in this weekend's game. Where do you think he stacks up in the list of things the Packers have to be worried about going into this one? Yeah, that's a hard one. I, I think you have to look at the running game, and you probably start with Wilson uh, more so than you do Marshawn Lynch. But you know Lynch is going to factor in if the team gets down to the red zone. Packers have been a good red zone defense this season. Uh, that's where I see him doing the bulk of his damage. Uh, he'll get some tough in between the tackle yardage. And, you know, in the fourth quarter, if they're running the ball pretty well, a guy like Lynch becomes a, a pretty tough cat to bring down. Um, but you'd love to keep that whole operation on the sidelines and have the Packers use the run game uh, against the Seattle defense that isn't quite the same Seattle defense as we saw last time in the playoffs in 2014. That Legion of Boom is gone. I mean, this team will give up points and bleed yardage as well. Uh, but I, Marshawn Lynch is a tough one for me to put my pulse on. He, he's looked healthy. He's looked like the Marshawn Lynch that we saw in previous years, uh, but in very limited opportunities. And then one more for you, Greg. Uh, one year ago today, Matt LaFleur was hired as the Packers head coach. If you were to pinpoint one thing that he's done tremendously well over the last 365 days, what would that be? I think he's got the locker room 
And I think that was a, a problem last year. It, it seemed divided. And, and, and that's not only an Aaron Rodgers, Mike McCarthy thing. That was other players I've talked to in the locker room where it, it just seemed like some clicks had developed and it wasn't one for all, all for one. Uh, there was finger pointing and, and blaming going on. And, and maybe that's a product of just not having a good season. Uh, it's been different this year. And it's been, uh, you know, not only the O-line dinners with the quarterback, but, you know, the defensive players and the offensive players mix and mingle better than they once did. It's a, a different vibe in the locker room. So a culture change, I think, was necessary, and it's happened. I also think he's a really good uh, game prep sort of coach. And, and that, I think, is reflected in what happens in the first quarter. When they are on script, boy, everything seems to work. And their first quarter scoring, as I mentioned, is third best in the league. That leads me to believe that he can put together a solid game plan as well. Greg Matzik, Wisconsin's Afternoon News, also can be heard on the Power Lunch, noon till 1 on our sister station, 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee. Greg, thanks for getting up early. All right, guys. Take it easy.